edition of 99 questions i am your host bob buell this is of course an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people interesting questions and join with me today uh let me just run down a, a couple of your accolades here uh music producer music maker uh musical aficionado i suppose i'll call you uh you feel free to correct me uh who's done some uh, some big viral hits, I dare say, online, including uh, some Jet Set Radio-inspired uh, tunes and albums, some uh, Chrono Trigger-inspired albums, mm-hmm. uh, and even the soundtrack to Read Only Memories, the video game from a couple of years back. Uh, it's too mellow. Mellow, how, how are you today? Hello. I'm pretty good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, I, I really am a bit of fan of your work for a while, so this is, uh, this is super cool to do this here. Oh, of course. Thank you. Hey, I appreciate it. But uh, before we dive into the questions, who knows how many there are? Uh, got a couple of quick round rules, a couple of terms and conditions right up front, uh, just to set the stage, such as round rule number one, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps get a better understanding of that answer, I want to hear that story. Uh, round rule number two, uh, this is not a 60 minutes interview. This is not a, a a deep emotional dive by any means. Uh, but if you want to pass over any of the questions, you can pass. No judgment, no worries. And ground rule number three, despite the name of the show being 99 questions, uh, some of these explicitly are not questions. They're just prompts that I put a question mark at the end of. Uh, <laughs> some of these are just straight up sentences. Uh, let's. I might ask a follow-up. Don't worry about all that. We're just going to run through whatever we got here. Uh, so uh, the first of those non-existent, non-counting questions, uh, Mello, are you ready? I'm ready. Beautiful. But I love to hear. Question number one: What's the perfect breakfast? Uh, I don't like breakfast. Wow. However, um, I've recently had to start eating it because I got this medicine I need to take, and. Mm. It makes my medicine makes eating awesome and fun and not bad for me. Nice. So it makes breakfast a positive experience. However, that said, I like to get the smallest thing possible, like a power bar or something like that, um, or a fruit, just a piece of fruit. But my favorite breakfast, guilty pleasure, is when you're heading out on a road trip and you go to McDonald's, get like the egg McMuffin and two hash browns. Oh, uh. A man of culture, I see. I would <laughs> say that's my perfect breakfast. I like it. And I, I fully respect the extra hash brown in there because that is a, a yeah. great choice. Great choice. Uh, question number two Who's the coolest dude? Oh, uh, Bruce Lee, off the top of my head. Mm. Uh, Bruce Lee. Really, really cool dude. Yeah. Excellent answer. Question number three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Uh, it's got to be fish. Couldn't give up fish. I eat a lot of salmon. Mm. eat a lot of sushi. Um, fried cod. I really mm. like fish. 
catfish. Um, yeah, yeah. Chicken, very versatile. Gotta respect it. Steak, a little heavy for me. Um, but fish, fish is my, my true love, I think. Very nice. Uh, question four, best gift you've ever gotten? Hmm. Well, I guess if I really think back, it's probably this microphone that my parents got for me when I graduated high school, which I uh, made all my music with, and it's still going. Wow. This, like, and it was a nice microphone. Um, it's a Rode NT2A, and it is just like the most workhorse. Like, this is hardware. There's a lot of things that call themselves hardware, but this is hardware. <laughs> this this thing, like, it, it's so chipped up. The cover of the mic like snaps off sometimes, and I have to put it back on, but it just still works, and it still sounds exactly like it did. That is an amazing gift. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. Uh, question five, flipping the script here. Best gift you've ever given you know i don't know because i'm a gift i like giving gifts so it's weird that i can't uh pick up one i i i gotta pass it on this one honestly that's fair too many to count infinite (laughs) yeah there's just so many (laughs) i dig it uh question six what did you want to do for a living when you were a kid oh i always wanted to do music it's all I've ever wanted to do. Like, well, there was a brief period before that where I wanted to be um, a paleontologist because I like dinosaurs. Mm. And like every, not every, because there's literally paleontologists, but uh, like most kids who were just into dinosaurs, you kind of quickly realize <laughs> the job is not, <laughs> not that. Uh, when you look into it even a little bit, you're not going to be Alan Grant. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, or Ellie Sadler out there. You are just going to be somebody dusting off bones, maybe, it's maybe like not even that. Ten years of school just to yeah, yeah do a lot of dusting. Yeah, hey, and it's, and it's cool, but it's not the kind of cool that I wanted. That's fair. Uh, question seven: What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? <laughs> um, you know, I think I could get a crocodile. Ooh. I think I could jump over. It doesn't have jumps. They have no jumps. That's true. You know, you jump. It's flat too. So it's easy to jump over. Uh, and you just get on its back like a um, Dragon's Dogma <laughs> type situation. Yeah, I would, yes. Yeah, I would hit that back, not let go. It'd be fine. Oh, they roll. They roll. Just roll with it. Just I'll roll, roll with, with it. it. i roll with the with the punches even though they have spikes on their back so when they rolled over there'd be a bunch of spikes on top of me hey i i believe in you i think you're choking this thing out i I just have to get there fast enough (laughs) to do my thing up there fast enough so yeah crocodile i'm sticking with it i love it i love it uh question eight who's someone you look up to someone i look up to um a really I have a few options here. Really. Um, I look up to quite a lot of people very strongly. I, I, I look up to, um, to someone who has passed on. Uh, Nujibes, the producer of uh, really great calming instrumental music and um, 
the one of the producers of the uh, soundtrack for the anime Samurai Shampoo, as a lot of people would know him, is just like the most humble, quiet, kind of behind the curtain type of creator who would just who would just reliably turn out great music and his method of making music was really just sharing the things he liked with people. And that's exactly what I want to do. And that's why I have a lot of these tributes and, um, um, you know, odes to things or, or, uh, you know, references to certain things is, is because I, I want to share the music that I like. Um, but as an original form, as a new thing as well, which is also what he did. Wow. I, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, question nine. First album you bought with your own money? Um, Master of Puppets by Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fantastic <laughs> album. Like, I didn't really, like, I feel like I just wanted, like, loud, hard, dark music when I was younger. Um, I didn't know anything about metal at all. Um, and I actually, I got more into electronica and um, hip hop after that. But my first one was uh master of puppets and it's still fantastic like i was on to something there it's yeah yeah. i listened to it a couple months ago again i'm just like damn i know all these riffs i know everything it's so (laughs) memorable you you hit on a good one excellent question 10 what's your go-to karaoke song oh um my go-to karaoke song is a song called sunny by uh bobby hebb Uh, it's sunny. Yesterday, my light was filled with rain. Sunny, you smiled at me and really eased the pain. It's like an old uh, soul R and B song. Yeah. I really like it, and it gets it gets uh, older people to come up to me in bars and be like, <laughs> "I haven't heard that song in years." Like, I don't know. It just really there's something about that about the melody and like the energy of that song. It becomes my go-to. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, question 11. Last song you listened to? Last song I listened to. Um, it is, I can literally look over here at my YouTube, just <laughs> where I listen to all my music. Oh, it was the opening track from Fat John, another Samurai Shampoo uh, score. Fat John's album, Afterthought. It's called Cold Memory. It's a really pretty instrumental track recommend that whole album wow very cool shout out to fat john yeah uh question 12 what's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from oh um i have recently been digging into the discography of t square which is like this jazz fusion band from japan um i think active through the 70s 80s maybe Hmm. really really influential on a lot of japanese musicians after them um i really want to to dig into that and i've recommended uh by my friend ethan red uh another game dev i've been recommended um like the solo projects of a lot of the members of the band it's one of those bands that like king crimson that has like a billion people in it that go in and out and um i've been recommended several of the solo projects i need to get i need to get more into that i like what i've heard so far nice 
Uh, question 13. A song that brings the most emotion out of you. Energy Flow by Ryuichi Sakamoto. Honestly, that's a really good like piano piece. Mm. It's the kind of thing, I sh- if someone tapped me on the shoulder while I was listening to that, <laughs> turn around and give them a look. <laughs> you cannot cannot mess with me when I'm in my energy flow. That song is just like elemental perfection or something. Wow. That's fantastic. 14. What's your favorite music video? Mm. Uh, you know, I wasn't really, I was never really big on music videos. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, even as a medium, it's, it's, it's kind of odd without like, they all just go on YouTube now. You know what I mean? It's not like any yeah. TV show plays them anymore. So it's like uh, they they found this weird line now online. But yeah, probably um probably get your freak on by Missy Elliott. Mm. Any there's there's a numerous Missy Elliott videos I could choose because they're all so good, yeah. um and so iconic. But yeah, that's the one that's coming to mind right now. And you and you are right. Uh, the music video definitely got a second lease on life through YouTube. Yeah, because now, like, you know, outside of those Vivo channels or whatever, like, you could basically mm-hmm. pick any artist and watch their music videos, you know, yeah. carte blanche on YouTube. It's great. Uh, <laughs> this podcast not sponsored by YouTube, I swear. <laughs> uh, question 15. Though they want, if they want to throw some money my way, you know. Yeah, YouTube. Come on. A, a I free... mentioned YouTube, too. Everybody's <laughs> mentioned YouTube on this podcast. A free Everybody loves YouTube it. Red or whatever. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Sure good you don't have to see this terrible uh mobile game ads anymore <laughs> where there's like some guy who's like you check out my adventure here's what we did today we went and got you know like ugh, i paid to not hear that i love the i always love the 30 seconds of just like oh you can pull the string on this and it'll drop lava <laughs> on the princess <laughs> those can- ones are so surreal i kind of I, I like some of them and other ones i i bounce right off of <laughs> some of them I, I like in a weird way there's an art to them. Yeah, there is. There really is. Bizarre. Uh, 15. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? Charity is it go to? Well, I picked the, the last charity I donated to in real life. Uh, just keeps in it their way. It's the Kentucky Health Justice Network, which is the provide support, uh, financial assistance um lodging travel for people to get access to abortions uh amazing so you know very very relevant cause i went and searched up you know what can i do in my area yeah no what's the name of it one more time i I want to put the the eyes on it if possible oh for sure the kentucky health justice justice network i love it i love it uh question 16 favorite holiday Halloween. Yeah. Like, no hesitation. No hesitation. Halloween. It's it's the where the freaks come out. It's it's just the most like every holiday can be fun with the right people, I think. But Halloween is the with the people I spend my time with, Halloween is the one that feels like the most obvious, like fun choice. It's just what is not to like? It's all horror tinged you get candy you there's no like 
weird tricks played on people or any weird gimmick that gets <laughs> annoying like there's nothing annoying about well maybe like terrible halloween costumes but it's whatever it's it's a great holiday it is one of the best i dare say uh 17 what's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop mm, um probably like a mocha if they have any uh like turtle mocha or something like that i would go for that mm. yeah a mocha nice Question 18 may be our most controversial. <laughs> Spell the word gray. Oh, G-R-A-Y. Wow. Yeah. Firmly it's in my... A-Y. Yes. Is it not just a regional thing? I've heard many. <laughs> I refuse to look it up because it's kind of better just to build the lore around it. Mm-hmm. Some people say it's regional. Some people say it's tonal. Uh, one of my favorites mm. is one of the grays is a slightly darker version of the other gray. <laughs> um, and then the other one that I like is uh, gray with an E, I think, is more like the vibe or the energy. And gray with an yeah. A is like the color. Uh, no, I I will say like G-R-E-Y is infinitely more like beautiful and alluring and poetic. But I got to be honest, like, <laughs> I I'm in gray town gray no you're right there not gray gray (laughs) doesn't have that moodiness to it doesn't have it Mm -mm. 19 what's your prized possession uh got a giant godzilla (laughs) i got like an 18 inch tall godzilla figure that i look at every morning just like what's up (laughs) it's it's so large that i start treating it like a living thing um and it totally understand why like there's a weird horror thing with puppets because of the size they are and just like how they seem to have life i understand now my (laughs) godzilla i never understood before but it's of a size where you have to like respect it and like acknowledge it when you walk into the room it's a big ass toy you have to respect it i love that (laughs) (laughs) big toy uh question 20 are you competitive um i think i think i get inspired Hmm. by i think i don't think i'm competitive i think i i usually just like to make things on my own or or uh achieve things on my own but i think that if i see someone else doing really well at something it will make me want to push harder it's more like a do like symbiotic inspiration thing i think unless you know somebody's uh, you know therapist listening to this tapping their <laughs> pen and being like no that's competition um but i think it's more of an inspiration thing yeah, keeping the pace you know that, I yeah think that's pretty good yeah. uh 21 do you consider golf a sport sure you know they spend too much money for me to not <laughs> i don't i don't consider it good mm-hmm. i have many opinions <laughs> about what <laughs> golf does to the environment but yeah i'll consider it a sport i'll give them that sure i love that the most enthusiastic answer we ever get for that question is just yeah why not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no yeah it's just it's so remote the last episode since it's just like yeah yeah it is like no it's it's just such a remote thing literally remote i feel remote from the people who do it 
Like, it's always <laughs> weird to me when someone who's just like, I don't know, like middle class or something is just like into golf. It's like, what are you doing? How'd you get into it? <laughs> How did you find this? <laughs> How did you find out that you liked this? <laughs> Who took you? Like, someone has to take you there, right? <laughs> you have to be let in like a dracula rule like, <laughs> yeah uh question 22 have you ever played any sports oh um well i'll, I'll you know i'll kind of flip the question on you but do you think do you think ping pong table tennis is a sport Ooh, it's definitely physical yeah you gotta go get that ball i would say so Bucks. yeah um then i i do play uh ping pong nice yeah uh 23 favorite sport to watch oh you know i don't really watch sports but as far as the one where i will if there is a clip going around um online i will reliably want to see what it was basketball Mm -hmm. basketball looks cool as hell it's incredible 24 theme parks um no no, I get nauseous wow. really easily. Mm. So I don't really, and I don't like themes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, I don't like it when something's got a thing on it. Um, I don't, I don't like, I you know, I'm that. not, I'm not big into Disney. I'm not terribly, the, the one theme that I got suckered into was Jurassic Park stuff at Universal. Mm. Um, at the, the Islands of Adventure. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't think I've ever been into the theme or the uh or they i once um went to the king's island theme park with my family mm. and i didn't want to go on any rides because i thought i would just get sick so i sat down and i read hamlet i had a copy of <laughs> hamlet with me i was just like you know what i finally have time to figure out what the hell shakespeare is saying <laughs> I'm gonna sit here and concentrate on my copy of Hamlet. The theme for this part, Hamlet, <laughs> <laughs> is not engaging. <laughs> Question twenty-five: Dubbed the Ron Bennington after famous radio personality, you're mm. standing in a wrestling ring, and a wave of nine-year-olds, a random mix of boys and girls, are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? just going to work through this like like Absolutely. it was the end of super hot where they're playing back what you did <laughs> uh, i'm gonna take two of them each hand just absolutely pincer attack but just me <laughs> <laughs> one person pincer attack and and um probably do a do a cool kick that i can't actually do get a third one mm-hmm. kind of like their bodies will go back it'll keep the other kids from coming at me right away yeah and then maybe i'll maybe i'll do a spin kick i say i probably get like six okay. and then i bet the rest would pin me down maybe i'd start realizing the consequences of my actions like if their parents are in the audience the trauma <laughs> i was just supposed in. to let him win <laughs> and i forgot I just got caught up in the moment. Someone's holding a script in the background that says let yeah. them win. Going, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's respectable. That's respectable. Uh, 26. What's a game you know you can win? 
played like 80 hours of Halo 1 wow. in the last in the last few months. Mm-hmm. Played a ton of Halo 1. I bet I could do that right now. I bet I could take somebody in Halo 1. Those servers <laughs> have got to be live, right? Let's <laughs> No, they the through the the Master Chief oh, Master collection. collection. They are yes. I I could do some Halo. You know what I found was was really weird to take a, a slight side path. They still have somewhere on Bungie's website. You can go on and find your stats from like Halo One, Two, and Three. Like wow. they still live online with your you know whatever gamer tag you used at the time. So I put like hundreds of hours into Halo Two, mm. and and then literally never touched the series after that. It was just like <laughs> I I overkilled on that and just like never touched it again. And then yeah. yeah, like a year ago, I found those stats and was like. You can see the last game you played. You can see your like KD ratio. It's so yeah. bizarre. That's fascinating. I wish that somehow existed for every game because yeah, um, I know like there are a lot of everyone wants to know like what are your top played Steam games or whatever. And for me, that's just not that impressive because I don't play games for very long mm. anymore. Um, I I, tr- I try to get in and get out and get my experience. Um. But if I could have my childhood stats magically somehow, I feel like I would have like 1,300 hours in Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> like I can go yes. fucking sicko mode in that game. I I know everything about Donkey Kong Country 2. I, I even bought the novelization, which apparently they do those for video games. And I read through that. Wow. That's, yeah. that's into it. <laughs> I think I could do that with Adam's family for Sega Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> I know every secret in that game. Uh, <laughs> 20, what was that question? Oh, 26. Uh, 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Oh, it's got to be music. I mean, I've already been doing it. If you would uh, look at the questions that I went longest on, I bet it's all, <laughs> all music related. Um, absolutely music. I don't think there's even Godzilla second, second one uh could go really long especially if someone is asking me like how to get into the series or whatever yeah but yeah music's gotta win that gotcha uh 20 28 favorite place you visited hmm favorite place i visited you know it was probably um i went to i went to uh tokyo and in particular, I had this, I went with a friend group, but in particular, I had this one day where uh, everyone wanted to go and do different things. And it was like one of the last days of our trip. And I decided to go off by myself. Um, yeah, I had been kind of kind of nervous to do it the whole time. Not because I was like worried about or, uh, you know, scared about being alone. I love being alone. But I was just like, will I have the motivation to push through like awkward social situations or whatever was mainly what I was thinking of. Um, and it turned out amazing. Um, just ate at a restaurant, took a walk through parks, saw some temples. Um, it it was such a impactful experience that I actually that took it back home with me directly because I started traveling so much after that. It was never something I had really done, um, but that was my first big trip. And after that, I kind of wanted to see, okay, well, what else is out there in the world? And and well in the world I, I i mostly went to um to like domestic places in the u.s i was trying to go to every big city and i had this like method of the 
the all the solo stuff I wanted to do, the restaurants I wanted to hit up, the sites I wanted to see, the walks I wanted to take. And I got, I like unlocked this part of my brain that just loved trip planning that I didn't even know was there. So I think that one day of that one trip, and that's why I think it's the most amazing one I did, because it just made me realize I like this whole other thing that I never considered. Yeah, it just awoken this this uh this really yeah. spirit in you. That's so cool. Uh 29 what's your catchphrase <laughs> um catchphrase. no problem probably because i'm always saying no problem to people i'm always just turning stuff in you know giving people stuff and just being like no problem <laughs> it's probably my catchphrase i love it question 30 what's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore I haven't really done one. Mm, um, okay. I haven't really gone in in a way that I'm proud of on a costume. I guess um, I'm going to say the best costume I wore was when I was a kid. Uh, my mom made me a costume that had um, it had like fake arms on it it was like a monster costume and it had little fake um arms on the side of it (laughs) for some reason this blew my mind as a child because i was like that's brilliant (laughs) you just thought of that i didn't realize there were resources for these things well i was just like this looks amazing this is great i was just thrilled by my extra arms uh so i'm gonna say that's the best costume i had great fun with that that's great. <clears throat> uh, 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? Hmm. I, don't, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think I have, uh, to my knowledge, somebody's out there naming something after me I don't know about. <laughs> Maybe. Never but know. as far as I know, no. Okay there uh 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to um because there's uh you know i guess reading i i I read a ton i i don't read as much as i used to anymore it was a thing that just defied becoming a profession (laughs) for me it (laughs) it, it wanted to stay a hobby so bad that I, uh, you know, I, I went to to college for um, for basically reading because I was an English major, um, and it really felt like just turning something that I love doing into like a task or a chore. And it took me a while to come back to it as a hobby, but it's very firmly that for me. So yeah, reading it's it's a great escape. It's one of the ch- chillest engagements. Pick up and put down anytime kinds of things you can do. Yeah. Especially if you're bored at a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I've already told him myself. <laughs> uh, 30, 33. Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Hmm. Uh, Winona Ryder. Ooh. Yeah. So one that comes to mind because... I feel like people who had crushes on Winona Ryder mention it 
and we stick together. So we're like, yeah, yeah, that's there's, right. There's a united front. There's <laughs> a united front of your great Winona Ryder. Keep on doing what you're doing. I love it. Uh, let's say 34. What's the strangest job you've ever had? Hmm. Um, it was probably uh, um, when when back when I made one of the mashups that you mentioned that ended up becoming a viral theme and uh, um, springboarded a lot off of that uh, Chrono Jigga, the mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger Jay-Z mashup. I was working, uh, I was stocking greeting cards in like dollar stores and pharmacies and stuff. It was a terrible job because you don't really, you know, you go by the greeting card section. It, well, it wasn't terrible. There's terrible jobs out there, but it was so annoying. You, you go by greeting card sections all the time and you mm-hmm. don't realize just how disorganized they are until you have to be the person to organize the greeting cards. And you just start to get this hate deep in your heart for, for people who, who don't put it back in the right place. <laughs> they're done reading it or people who like the envelopes have to match the cards mm. and people who don't just stuff a bunch of envelopes back in the back of it or there's various things that monsters monsters all of them <laughs> yeah and uh there's um there's also uh secret piles of greeting cards under the um under the shelves hidden oh. in there that's what we, we we get at to um to restock them Interesting. If anybody wants a hot tip on uh, you know, how to make some Hallmark stocks go down or something, there's a bunch of just boxes of the things. We're taking down big greeting card one. <laughs> one Take down store. Get them to stop making those Christmas movies. <laughs> there's too many of them. Is it Hallmark Channel? <laughs> Come on, too much. It's too much. We let them get too big. Yeah. Uh, thirty-five book you'd recommend the world to read. Hmm. Um. Oh, this is another one where there's just so many right now. You know. You know. I'll say. Um. I know there's a stigma around self-help books, and I know that because this was literally the first one I read because I always thought they were bad, <laughs> and I read one that was actually good. Uh, there's some stuff you could take and leave from it, but I think especially because we are in. A like multitasking, always on, always busy type of existence. Yes. There's this book called The Power of Less uh, by Leo Babauta. And I think about this book all the time because it's uh, obviously I'm, I'm self-employed and do my own business as a musician. Um, and there's a lot of things that I spend time on that I can do in a different way or reformat. Um, but I weirdly, I didn't use the book so much for my business. I actually used it for, for life, for, um, for getting through games and movies and starting to read books again. Um, because the book basically talks you through kind of, it's kind of like Marie Kondo esque. It talks you through kind of shedding unnecessary 
tasks and like time wasting things and consolidating, you know, focusing on the things you really want to do versus the things you feel like you have to or whatever. It's very practical and it's not very wishy-washy or anything like that. And it really felt like I was being taken to, to like sit down and, and critically examine the thing, the ways that I spend time. Um, and I don't think it's, it's not trying to turn you into like a hustle monster. It's not doing any <laughs> of that shit. It's just, it's just trying to get you to the things you actually like to do uh, more efficiently. So I, I really did like that book. I like that mentality. That sounds pretty. All right. Uh, 36, a movie that always makes you laugh. Hmm. Oh, I just watched, uh, Adam's family values. I've seen that like three times and like the jokes come so hard, so fast. And a lot of them are corny as hell, but I just can't help myself. It's a good one. I'm a big horror fan and it's just, it's just great. It's though the two Adam's family movies from the nineties. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent movies. So Mm -hmm. firmly underrated. Uh, what uh, Raul Julia as the yep as Gomez? Oh my god! Yes, classic. Uh, thirty-seven. What's the worst movie you've ever seen? See, that's really hard. But you know, it's not. I'm going to make it not that hard because I just had one pop up in my head. Um, I watch a lot of bad movies on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch a lot of trashy horror shit. I think the most miserable movie I've ever watched that I just felt like terrible watching it was this movie called Frogs. It's like it's like the the era of like just make horror an animal. Uh, and there's this in mm-hmm. in the story behind the movie is terrible too because they they brought uh it's I forget where they filmed. Um it's just like killer frogs, killer amphibians, birds, insects, reptiles, everything. Um, but they actually brought a ton of like frogs and snakes into this environment where they were not supposed to be oh, and no. destabilized the the ecosystem there. And I was sitting there watching this shitty ass. It's the most boring, like nothing of impact happens movie. And I feel like I remember it even be, being kind of offensive at times. I don't remember what that was. It's nothing like it's fun cover. I know if people are looking up right now, they see a frog with like a hand sticking out of its mouth, which doesn't even work because they're not big frogs. They're just normal size, but a lot. And yeah, they, they went with that model. Hand. You, yeah, you like... do either one. You either do normal size, but a lot or big in <laughs> a few. Yes. Um, and yeah, it's just thinking about like the, the, the havoc, this uh, rot on, uh, on nature and it's like it's just not worth it. it just makes it even worse it was just boring as hell you know i was expecting wow. something uh we it was uh in person with people we were all expecting to have some fun and watch this thing that looked terrible but it just wasn't one of the fun ones yeah it's a bummer frogs is awful and it's just called frogs it's just called frogs like poor they SEO were really on their part really i mean yeah they didn't even know about <laughs> seo yet they were just like did they do one with frogs yet no they looked at their local hollywood video no i don't think so yeah yeah it is definitely one of those like video store like you're gonna be tempted to see this kind of things 
might have to check this out now. You've you've <laughs> you've done such a good job right. to like how terrible it is. I'm, I'm tempted oh, to sit down and watch it. It's it's almost bleak in how little <laughs> happens and how little happens of Prox. Sam Elliott is in it though. Oh, he didn't right. do much for it, but he's in it. <laughs> he's there. He showed up. Yeah. Uh, thirty-eight. Who's your favorite actor or actress? You know, uh, just right off the top of my head, uh, beat Takeshi, Takeshi Kitano. Mm. Great actor. He's uh, uh, Hanabi. Um, he's in Yakuza Six as a uh, a face capture. Uh, he has a movie that's just called Violent Cop. Now, there's a movie that gives you exactly what they sell. <laughs> Terrible, mean, violent cop. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Sonatine. It also has a, a long partnership with uh, Joe uh, Hisaishi, who made the uh, Ghibli soundtracks. Or, or, you know, some of them. I don't know how many, uh. but but is is known for collaborating with Miyazaki, but also does tunes for... Uh, uh, a lot of Gitano's directed and acted movies. That's very cool. Great answer. Uh, 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors were running through the kitchen? Oh, extremely cool. Like extremely the most cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's still cool. It's still, how does that movie still hold up 25 years later? Like, well, I've been, I think about it a lot, actually. Because I did tell you I love dinosaurs. And I think, because I just watched it like a few months ago again. And I think what it is, is the way that those creatures are like imprint in our world through the effects. Because they are working so damn hard to figure out how to sell these things to people. And it's the punctured tire when the T-Rex steps on the Jeep. It's the way that its foot slides in mud. It's the way that the raptor breathes on the window and it fogs up. Um, it's the way that they're so physical and like weighty and they knock things over. Like that's what it is. That's what sells them. That's what makes you like uncomfortable for them to be around. Um, and that's, you know, the early days of CGI, they were just working harder. They were just thinking more. It was the, the technology at this point, you can just kind of slap stuff in there and it works enough, but they, they weren't, uh, they don't think as hard about selling everything as they did back then. Uh, that's maybe the most thoughtful answer we've got to that question ever. And, <laughs> uh, I concur is what I'm going to say there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 40 first show as a kid, you got really into, um, Courage the Cowardly Dog, for sure. Excellent. Uh, one of those like horror formative experiences. I was like a Goosebumps kid. I was a Stephen King kid, and then I had Courage the Cowardly Dog, which was this new like colorful vision of horror, very very abstracted, very odd. Um, really really drew me in. Fascinating show, still is. Yeah, kind of taught kids a lot of horror tropes without them realizing. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it taught it taught a lot of good lessons too. Snuck him in there. Yeah. Uh, Forty one. Who should play you in a movie of your life? <laughs> um. Well, by the time they make it, I probably won't even know who like the relevant <laughs> actors are. Um. Who's worthy? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know actors well enough for this. 
That's fair. We'll just say Timothy Chalamet because he seems to be getting everything. These okay, days. I don't yeah, know. he'll get everything. <laughs> I was sad once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he can he'll, do it. He'll crush it. He'll take it from there. That's all he needs. Uh, forty-two. Who's the biggest celebrity you ever met in person? I'm not sure if this is the biggest, but he's definitely remained pretty big. Uh, I met Donald Glover. Whoa! Um, yeah, because I was yeah I was I was into the like Derek comedy YouTube skit stuff, and I was into his music. I'm s- still into his music. I'm into the show Atlanta. Pretty much love everything he's done, even though like I grew out of like about half of it at this point. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I was uh, one of the first big concerts that I went to was a Childish Gambino concert, and That's yeah. Big met him after the show that's so cool yeah uh 43 tv show or podcast that you love but you don't think anyone else knows about huh uh yeah i get a chance to shout out some friends um i have uh some friends who run a podcast called let me make sure i get the (laughs) name right yes just making sure I don't want to flip. Uh, you can't scare me, uh, based on the the Goosebumps book of the same name, which mm-hmm. they are going through every Goosebumps book and the like TV episode, if applicable, and kind of reviewing it, uh, doing a deep dive. And it has been absolutely fascinating to like revisit what those books actually were versus what they were in my memory. Yeah, uh, and it's been somewhat unflattering at times, <laughs> but but I don't know. I I love just like being able to examine the the way they were written and just realize that i remember certain like very bizarre small details uh from those books at times that's getting a subscribe out of me that sounds exactly at my alley yeah yeah uh 44 favorite comedian does i I don't know if he actually does stand up but um, H. John Benjamin, because I've been watching a lot of home movies recently. Yeah. Coach McGurk is the funniest <laughs> motherfucker in the world. And I, so I think he he would just can just say a casual thing and just get me rolling off it. Yeah. Whether he is or isn't, I'm looking at the judges. They're going to allow it. They're going to allow this. One. <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm good with it. Oh, me, mostly because home movies rules, and no one oh, knows yeah. about that show. Yeah, yeah that that could have been one of the things that I uh, have and feel like no one else has. Mm, fair. Uh, forty-five best Saturday Night Live cast member. Oh gosh, you know, I don't really like Saturday Night Live that much. It's not my taste. But <clears throat> let's say since I've. Uh, I've been rewatching uh, some Barry. I'll say Bill Hader. Um, yeah. Excellent answer. Seems pretty cool. He's very yeah. funny. Very good actor. 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Uh, like was part of nerdcore rap at, at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, that's probably it. I was, uh, I was tangentially brought into the world of nerdcore rap and 
I feel like I don't know that I did anything that I would call the nerdiest thing. I was in some rooms. I was at some shows where some of the nerdiest things I've ever seen happened. And I feel like I could be considered as being complicit to like chap hop, for example. I don't know if you know about chap hop and about to curse everyone who listens to the show. It's literally just like, what if like British, the most British person ever who like has tea in like, um, the fucking colonizer hat mm-hmm. on like Nigel Thornberry out here, and they're just rapping about British stuff. Like, it, this is what it I was feared cool. it would be. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like nerd. Whatever you would call the uh, the whole like Doctor Who, BBC Sherlock thing that happened mm-hmm. intersected in the most beautiful way for them with with nerdcore hip-hop and created chap hop chap hop just good little chaps you should absolutely not be rapping can't put that toothpaste back in the tube that is just no that lives up everyone's gonna go look it up yep uh chap hop gets to live another year off this (laughs) they live another day uh 47 least favorite state least favorite state um gosh you know florida's not doing great it's not that i don't it's it's not that i uh don't like or support people florida support them in their ways i'm even inspired somewhat but it's just a lot of things in Florida I don't like. Aside from that, it's crocodiles. First of all, gotta you're fight them. Out. You're taking them out one by one. <laughs> Might be gators. I'm not sure if they have both. It's definitely gators. Maybe crocodiles. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's solid. Uh, Forty-eight. Best thing you've ever won. You know, best thing I've ever won is the time and respect of everyone who listens to my music wow because <laughs> it does feel man. like a, a competition <laughs> or a contest sometimes feels like it's almost a raffle of uh is somebody gonna listen to you so yeah appreciate that great gift. great prize that is 49 is there anything you've collected or had a collection of mm, um yeah yeah absolutely um I collect games uh not that well definitely not on the level of pretty much anyone who would probably uh, even be listening to this but I I um was collecting Super Famicom games for a while cuz I like the idea of of physically having something that just never existed here specifically the games that uh, never came out here I like collecting Godzilla figures um I guess you know if you're almost if you read manga and like any manga you're almost forced into becoming a collector because of how many volumes they have so I guess I collect manga because I have any interest in it I <laughs> became a collector of oh it. yeah 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 give up those four <laughs> bookshelves um yeah um 
samples, collect audio samples, collect mm. music to sample, collect like loops and packs of sounds, tons of that. That's that's really probably the biggest thing I collect is just like music knowledge and material. Very nice. Uh, question 50, dubbed the Ryan Davis and the last mm. of the fighting questions, I swear. <laughs> You're in a fight to the death. With another person equal to your oh. size. You're mm. offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife. Knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. Which do you choose, knife or bat? Well, I have preemptively thought about this before. Mm -hmm. And I am going to have to go with the bat. Because I think the range is really, like, the range matters the most. If you get in a good hit with the bat from range, you use the bat to to kind of block, poke away. You know, there's just so many options. Yeah. I don't think the person with the knife is going to get to me. I like that attitude. But wait, what if there's a crocodile behind you? Now it's a two-on-one affair. <laughs> the tides have turned mm. there. Mm. I'd get on top of the crocodile and befriend <laughs> it and have it like... Just rear up and attack. <laughs> then I got knives, the teeth. It only seems fair. It only seems fair. And while we take this little musical interlude, and don't worry, we have so much more of this great episode coming up with Two Mellow just after this break. But we gotta send a shout out to the wonderful people who do the music for this show. It's only right. Like the song that's playing right now from the mini vandals or the song that's going to play after the break from dj williams the opening song from diala or the closing one from single friend and listen i know you're here for the music but if you want to drop me a five-star review on apple podcasts on spotify if you want to tell a friend send a tweet send a tumblr i don't know what the internet is anymore let's just get back to the show But real quick, here's a few words from a podcast that you should be listening to. I'm Eric. And I'm Matthew. And this is Lost in Narration. Matthew, what is that? If I could sum up in one word, I'm going to struggle, but if I could sum it up in one word, I would say we're uh, stuck in a library. And is it a real library? Uh, no, you're, you're, you're a buffoon. You're a buffoon of a man. It's a fake library. It's a fictional library, a big library, and uh, we're uh, we're reading books in the library. And are they real books? No. Come on, Eric. Come on. You're on this. <laughs> no, the books are actually just uh, comedy scripts written by myself, and they're funny. They're um, quite sensual <laughs> at times. No, but they are. They're comedy, and that's uh, that's just a fact. It's a very good podcast. It's available on all platforms. Hulu. No, not Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. <laughs> yeah, so not all platforms then, right? Also, you can follow Lost in Narration Pod on Instagram. Email us at lostinnarrationpod at gmail.com.
Uh, so, Mello, between 50 and 51, uh, this is the one question I give you that's off book. These questions I ask to every living soul who comes mm-hmm. on this show, but this is my one question for you. And if I may, just take a moment to tell a quick story before this question. Of course. Some years ago, uh, time frame's unknown, maybe about 10 years ago, uh, I went to college for graphic design and advertising. Lovely school. Um, and uh, toward my senior year, I opened up a online shirt store where I sold shirts online uh, across a, a popular t-shirt selling website. I'm not going to give them uh, any publicity uh, for reasons that will become clear in a minute. Uh, and I thought, amongst other things that I designed, I thought it would be funny if I sold shirts with just the death animation sprites of different video game characters over the years. So like Sonic when he's knocked out and Mario when he's on the ground and all this stuff, just that one singular sprite across the shirt, I thought would be very funny. And there was a shirt sold one day that was frog from Chrono Trigger that it was knocked out, uh, you know, KO'd in, in, in battle. And then I got a message from someone who claimed to be you saying, hey, this shirt is dope. Or something, I'm paraphrasing, but something along those lines. And I remember I knew you from your album, the, the Chrono Trigger Jay-Z mashup there. I remember getting that message and it truly like meant a lot from just a, a very broke college kid who made uh, absolutely copyright protected t-shirts that the website almost immediately after took down for good reason um so i could not find any remnants of messages because i was purely banned from that site and for good reason uh so my question to you did you buy my (laughs) frog from chrono trigger shirt or was this just some dude no i absolutely bought the shirt it was me that's so i and (laughs) yeah i don't know you're your uh your idea behind making this store uh i i i thought i thought frog's death animation was cute <laughs> so you got it me <laughs> it's extremely adorable like you you're onto something because people put really hard work into what it's going to look like when a character dies because obviously um for for like retro games the assumed audience is like kids so you want to make death feel like not permanent or not too like terrible, right? Yeah. So you had a cute, cute sprite. You know, the ones that really haunt me are like uh after the people in Final Fantasy VI like get poisoned yeah. or whatever, and they're just like the way they're just like face down. That would that's too much. I would not buy a shirt with a uh face down Doma Castle person on it. But I would I would absolutely buy the frog shirt. And I think, yeah, I think. I was talking with my girlfriend at the time and I was just like, I wonder if there's a shirt with Frog's <laughs> death animation on it. And sure enough, I was able to find this shirt. So there was someone out there asking for what you were selling. You see, you got to create a market for it. That's all I'm saying. Even though, mm. once again, absolutely <laughs> copyright protected work, they should have taken it down. But, uh, <laughs> And I and I wore it to perform the album. I mean, as much as I did perform the album, which wasn't that much, kind of uh, you know, standing there behind the boards, more like a DJ mix, really. But I wore the wore the frog shirt. 
look at this what an honor what a culmination <laughs> of it all yeah, thank you uh well i suppose then thank you for uh i don't know what i got out of that two bucks or something <laughs> probably i got a steak so much appreciated of course uh <laughs> but uh got so many other questions here let's uh let's go roll back into these uh 51 what's your phone wallpaper right now oh it is godzilla fighting biolante oh yeah i wish i could somehow show this to people listening because it's dope <laughs> but i'll just show it to you oh that is godzilla fighting rose rose biolante specifically yes not the later form if any listeners want to know it is in fact very dope that's very cool uh 52 what's the last thing you googled oh Ah, uh, well, you know what? It was, it was, it was. You can't scare me, podcast. Because I was, <laughs> I, was sure. to, I was trying to. But let me see if there's a more interesting one. Okay. Oh yeah, ninety nine questions podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> I was checking on what your intro is like. Get those hits up, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fifty three. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? I was just thinking about this because I'm about to get a cat. And I Ooh. thought a great name for a cat. And I'm, I'm going to name my cat Tycho after Tycho Brahe. That's pretty good. Because you have to imagine yourself calling out the name a lot. Yeah. It's probably when it should be something short or it can be shortened. Yeah. Ty. Yeah. Ty. Good. Yeah. Uh, 54 what professional wrestler would you compare yourself to i would probably hmm can i say like who i would aspire to be the most like yeah please um i think i would aspire to be the most like uh macho man Mm. randy savage because of that just exuberant joyful and terrifying power you know great things to have in your arsenal if you need to pull out the terrifying power yeah the randy savage of making beats sounds oh, pretty good put that on a business card yeah that's good yeah <laughs> once again probably copyright i don't know if that was probably <laughs> not his real name but you know listen we, we exist on the internet it's just what happens uh 55 what's your comfort food on a bad day uh bowl of ramen definitely ramen and it can either it can really either be uh the ramen that i have at home in little packs or it can be going out to get obviously i prefer the latter but if i've had such a bad day that i don't even want to be seen (laughs) i won't go get the ramen water in there yeah nothing wrong with that uh, I believe a previous guest of the show, uh, Becca Scott, uh, po- uh, point of advice with ramen, uh, always get the extra egg. If they offer a second like, mm. little soft-boiled egg, always get it. So it's yeah. only, only a buck, and it's going to bring you so much more joy. Yes, right? that's, that's, yeah, I totally agree. A good life mantra, always get the extra egg. Uh, 56, favorite smell. <laughs> Um, you know, it's really that, that like new electronic smell. I think that kind of like, yeah, I don't know, something's hot. 
kind of smell <laughs> beautiful stink that comes off of <laughs> new electronics. It's an excellent answer. 57 best candy. Oh, uh, Skittles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here's a sub question from there. One was follow up. Uh, best color, Skittle. Best color of Skittles. Oh yeah. Stuff. This is a loaded. I know you said there weren't going to be any like controversial questions here, but it's the fucking. I like the lime. I don't like the green apple. I grew to wow. enjoy the green apple because I was forced to. You know. Um, but when they brought back the lime, yes. It's the it's lime a, skittle. That was always day. the one. Yeah. Fifty-eight worst candy. Hmm. I don't like bit of honey. That was always that was like my oh, least favorite yeah. like Halloween candy was bit of honey. Mm-hmm. I had this whole like running thing in my in my head when I was a kid of like what's legal sugar stuff versus illegal slash candy, aka candy, and I could get some honey from the kitchen if i wanted to that was easy access or i could get some sugar that was boring it was the boring legal sweets yeah. i wanted the Ill, i wanted the bad i wanted to eat too much candy the street so sugar. so yeah. like i think the reason i didn't like bit of honey because it was like bit of boring mm. thing that i can get anytime i can reach up and get the honey yeah you gotta have it be yeah exciting yeah. thing that you only get right now you know 59 what's a restaurant you'd recommend Gosh, you know, I after I go on those trips where I plan all the restaurants and shit, I forget what the restaurants are. Oh, no, I have one. It's this ramen place in the East Village, Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Marafuku ramen. Shit was amazing. Now you get me hungry for ramen. Yes. This is uh... wait around. The only only advice is wait around until you have to go to the bathroom before you leave, because it's really hard to go to the bathroom in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> it's really yeah. hard. Uh, 60. What's a food you've never eaten? Artichoke. I don't think I've ever had artichoke. And I want to. I want to know what's in there. What are they hiding? <laughs> pretty good. good. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know if it's life changing, but it's pretty good. Worth, yeah. worth, the, worth looking forward to. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 61. Strangest food you have eaten. Um, I ate sea urchin. Japan. Maybe that's very like safe, strange, like it's something that is known as strange, but it was strange. And I was thinking while it was in my mouth, why would people eat this? (laughs) I I don't like I can't. It was like eating a piece of a black hole or something. It was a little just different um it was like i feel like it would be the favorite food of someone who has a completely different like um different like concept of what like taste good means and that was kind of fascinating it was like someone is so into this that and that just means that they have a different perspective um so i I liked it yeah a little bit ethereal that's good uh 62 what's a typical day off accidentally working (laughs) like to be honest uh i do when i when i am able to take 
really take days off. I usually have to actually move away from where I can make music because otherwise I will do it. If I move physically away, um, typical day off for me is probably uh, going to one of my favorite parks and walking like way longer than I usually do. Really taking the time on the walk. Um, Yeah, getting some good food after that. Probably getting some reading in at the park as well. I think that would be good day. If I really like really needed to just like purge things and have a real day off, that's what I would be able to go do like right now. And dig it. 63 bucket list item that you accomplished. Honestly, like releasing a video game. Um mm. like doing doing a video game soundtrack. That's I um used to mess around with like RPG maker and stuff when I was really young and thinking like I wanted to be in games, uh, but I didn't really consider it once I got into music because I assumed that was something that was just barred off or like the people who had those jobs were always going to have those jobs. Yeah. But when indie games came into the picture, uh, I realized, well, there's a lot of opportunities for uh, to to be a game composer now. So yeah, you know, shipping shipping a game in like a PlayStation box or a Nintendo Switch box or whatever was really cool. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, 64 bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Seeing an actual kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) Like if there was any chance, you know, that they are real um, and they have yet to be uncovered. You know, I just saw they found some weird like formation that looks like a brick path at the bottom of the ocean or some shit. Ooh. Who knows? Maybe we're on the cusp. Okay. But if they ever do turn out to uh, to rear their Earth-destroying head, then I would like to see what that just looks like and feels like. I like it. Hey, tomorrow's another day. Never know. Uh, 65, dubbed by previous guests, the realest mm. question of the bunch. <laughs> okay. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. Oh yeah, there's a real. It's a sweet question as well. Yeah. Um. I'll say I I do keep in contact with this person, but I always feel like I could do a lot more. Um. I have a friend named uh, Josh who I made music with in high school and through college, and had a lot ton of like very formative experiences that have stuck around of just like the media we experienced together and things we did together that uh really still still inform what I do now. Um but uh we do we just don't talk as much and yeah I would I would really should have a conversation with Josh soon. Yeah that's awesome. Uh sixty six what's a game that makes you feel nostalgic. There's this game called Heart of Darkness on the PS1 yeah. and PC by uh, developer Eric Chahi, who's mostly known for like Out of This World slash Another World, whatever you call it, the um, like cinematic platformer genre of games. And I remember Heart of Darkness because it had these big monsters and like beautiful pixel art and CGI cutscenes. Was one of the first games 
that I just needed to have so bad. It was like my Mario 64 or something. It was like, no, this is the next level of what I've been doing of jumping. This is the next level of jumping. And I, yeah, I feel like lines of dialogue from that game are just imprinted (laughs) in my head. It's another, it's another contender for that thing that like no one else or it feels like no one else has. Um, they do a lot of those apparently, but yeah, yeah. Heart of Darkness, challenging, really, really cool, effortful cinematic platformer. First game to ever have an orchestrated soundtrack. Wow. Um, I believe soundtrack played by an orchestra. First one ever. It was a really big budget, kind of a failure, really. Um, it, it financially, not in any other way. In any other way, it's a damn banger. But like the thing that's most went on to be known for is the, the character is like, I think an 11 or 10 year old boy and he can die in very, very bad ways <laughs> um, because the terrible monsters in this world. Um, and I think the thing is most known for is like heart of darkness, death compilations <laughs> on YouTube. Well, if it spawned something good out of this world, then yeah. 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 yeah I dig it. Uh, 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? Well, I guess I gave this one one away. Probably uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. I'm going to say. Really fascinated by that game when I was a kid. I am absolutely a Donkey Kong over Mario as far as platformers go. I know it's like sacrilegious, but I just never felt right playing Mario games. Donkey Kong clicked with me way more. I get it. I don't know. I think it's the music. I think there is a certain funk and and yeah like real sure. you know heart put into those donkey Kong country soundtrack <clears throat> excuse me soundtracks where mm-hmm. listen mario music fantastic obviously but it's all it's all chiptune based you know what i mean uh mm-hmm. especially those uh you know up until the six it's a whole bit. different it's like a different philosophical approach to making game music yeah um the you know the brits go the fuck off yeah uh, and they with, did with their game music 68 what's something you built with your own hands well i um have a couple gundam models but that was something i assembled as far as things i built i'm not very good with my hands i'm actually terrible and yeah one of my i my uh some of my earliest memories are of my dad just kind of shaking his head, watching <laughs> me try to use basic tools. Just being like, ah, oh, he just doesn't get it. Um, yeah, th- I'm sure, I'm sure there's, there's something I've, uh, I've built, built, uh, let's, let's go with, uh, like Pinewood Derby cars and Boy oh, Scouts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's impressive. You know what? It's a lot of it's in Boy Scouts. Now I'm thinking of it. I built fires, helped build a bridge mm. over a little uh, little creek. Nothing huge. <laughs> the Golden modest, Gate Bridge. Was... Modest bridge. <laughs> uh, question 69. Best pickup line. <laughs> um, I don't pick up. Thankfully, I <laughs> I can't even get in the door, Fair. and I am too shy to do any of this. But but one that I might try is 
is uh do you like do you like dad jokes because i feel like the, the person would be like either i'm about to hear the worst fucking joke in my life and that's going to be entertaining in a way or it'll be legitimately charming so maybe they would just go for it i like it i like it uh question 70 have you ever had any good nicknames Hmm. I mean, Mellow was a nickname. Uh, so that one stuck. I think that's the only one I've had, probably forgetting. Um, yeah, Mellow, just because of, I guess, like my voice. Um, yeah, that, that, is, that is the one. I had it because I would read in class a lot, and I would kind of soothe people. And I wanted to read in class because... I I was fidget a lot in class unless I had something to focus on. Like just listening wasn't so good. But if I was kind of in control of the situation, yeah. if I was reading out loud in class, I was able to stay more engaged because I was actively doing something. And something I you know found came naturally to me. So yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. Uh question 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? Hmm. No. I don't, I think that, I think that, um, that love is something that comes up a lot more gradually, sneaks up on you sometimes. I don't think, I don't think love at first sight can be trusted, maybe. (laughs) Um, I think, I think like great interest at first sight for sure. But yeah, I think love is too, too serious, uh, to happen. So, uh, so quickly. Great take. Uh, 72 what's a big turnoff of yours mm, um turnoff of mine is marvel <laughs> <laughs> someone you know go on a date and i gotta like watch like three movies before the movie of the date to learn I'll just say that Marvel, it's going to be a whole thing. It's, it's creeping up on being deal breaker status. Wow. Not quite there. I hear you. Uh, 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? I do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think if I didn't relate to other artists like artist problems the ways that artists look at the world i think i could see a version of me or i don't consider myself an artist where i just say like no i just make things or i'm just trying to solve problems through this or whatever like but i do i do think i, re- I relate to other artists uh, more than more than i do to most other people nice. so for that reason i'm going to say i am an artist 74 What's something you tried to cook and failed? Oh my God. I have a weirdly hard time with pasta and I swear to God, I can cook. I swear I can cook, (laughs) but something just does not come out right with pasta. I don't know. And I've done, you know, I can do some basic ass spaghetti or whatever. It's fine. But if I try to do anything more advanced, for some reason, it just does not go well it can get real tricky real fast yeah. like start doing or, even a ravioli like things yeah. can go awry 
Yeah. It, it just doesn't satisfy me. Like maybe it's serviceable, but it's just not what I was hoping for. Gotcha. I was watching those little noodles going around. <laughs> so many, so much opportunity. Uh, 75 dubbed the Ben Hansen after the first guest of this year's show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Um, the ill bleed super replay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent answer. Uh, yeah. Judges. Yeah. Uh, they're all saying that is correct. Uh, the entire thing from, uh, the cork saga to uh it's just incredible sexy doll and everything in between yeah uh 76 have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal oh god i want it so bad no it'd be pretty i'm cool here though, right like it, it would be cool because huge horror fan i'm ready for it like where is it but no unfortunately like yeah i've thought of making something up a few times but i just i don't have anything i want it to be real (laughs) 77 would you ever use a ouija board yeah i would um yeah definitely uh question 78 simply why Mm. because we have to Good one. 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? I time travel to, you know, probably like 1998. Yeah. Get in, get in early on the Y2K fever. <laughs> you know, the good one. The, the yeah. art. <laughs> not, the, not the weird paranoia. Although even that's charming in retrospect. Yeah, because it was just yeah. like a big dud. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like 98 to 02. I feel like I was meant to be uh, doing art shit during that time, and I missed it. Gotcha. 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle and stuck to it? Yeah. Um, music right now. Like, specifically the moment when you shed the day job. Which doesn't even have to happen for everybody, you know. Sometimes day job brings like a beautiful structure and balance into your life, and um, as long as it's not too grueling or anything, you can do it. But yeah, definitely the becoming a business, doing like freelance contract work, um, and and more recently, trying to only do stuff I want to do, you know, even though there's people that will pay you for so many things, so many creations that you can make together, start trying to stick to the ones that I actually also love myself. I love that. I think that is a uh, incredible mentality to have. Oh, and uh, if, if anyone doesn't know the risk is because you lose all your money. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right that's, away. That's like immediately you say no to all your money. Yeah. <laughs> 81 what game show past or present would you love to be a contestant on oh well i'm just gonna say legends of the hidden temple Mm -hmm. i bet a lot of people say that one i was just so jealous of those kids and really like 
the like the some people have like the jeopardy envy of like i would be so good at this show but for me it was definitely a hidden temple it was like how he was yelling at the screen of like how could they not various things they always try to put that the monkey's head on oh second god you know the order there's only three yeah yeah <sighs> where'd they get these kids come on come on uh 82 what's a quote that you love i think you know one that i i really love that just came to the top of my head i don't keep a library of quotes or anything but there's one i've been thinking about recently i mentioned the person i look up to uh Nujibes. Yeah. Um, one of the only like recorded shows that he played, um, that that we still have, uh, he kind of talked to the audience a little bit in the middle of the in between the songs, and he says, um, when, uh, you know, I've been to, I think he was playing in Korea. He says like I've been to Korea once before, but you wouldn't have known me then. I was just like some average guy just like an average dj and then he stops himself and he's like well i'm still an average guy and i just like i really like the just like when a when a person who goes on to like greatness status by what they made or what they contribute to the world says something like that it just kind of helps remind you to not to not build them up too much to not mold yourself as like you need to be more than ordinary and i just i i just want so so badly to to keep feeling like an average guy um so i'm I'm gonna do that one everyone should should aspire to just be like i'm an average guy (laughs) it feels good it does it really does uh 83 Maybe just as poignant an answer. What's the best <laughs> shirt that you own? Um, well, obviously it's Frog. Yeah, trigger. <laughs> that two dollars um, paying dividends. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like this uh, this shirt I'm wearing right now. It's like a floral pattern button up. Love floral pattern button ups. I didn't realize this was going to be a thing in my life, but yes, love love being covered with cool flowers. That's awesome. Yeah uh 84 would you change your middle name yeah i would um but you know what no i wouldn't (laughs) i changed my mind immediately because i was like (laughs) it's a it's an odd middle name but then i just immediately thought about like the history behind it and like why it was given to me i was like no i wouldn't change it after all i gotcha Mm. uh 85 What's a good impression you can do? Can do uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh. <laughs> There's something wrong here. And my name's Aloysius. And it's not. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Well done. Uh, 86. One of these days, I'm just going to do a super cut of every episode and only the impressions. That's <laughs> that's what I I don't make this a video podcast, but the only thing I'd put up on YouTube is that. I think that'd be yeah. amazing. Just put it to a beat. People love it. <laughs> <laughs> so many Christopher Walkins. So many oh wow, Walkins. they go for that, huh? Eh, you know. 
Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get, but are glad you didn't get? Yeah, there sure is. Um, I wanted to get, well, yeah, I guess I'm glad I didn't get it. There's a chance this could have come back around, but I wanted to get like a stupid, like matrix looking barcode thing on the back of my neck Ooh. for like a cyberpunk like not just a literal barcode but some kind of stylized thing but you know i was 13 years old and i had just seen <laughs> the matrix and i thought it was just about the coolest thing in the world you know not a bad not bad it was probably one of the first times i considered like the idea of the the world as a machine or a simulation or yeah you could probably pull off a, a really sweet like agent 47 from hitman too if you <laughs> just something to consider that's, that's right that's right uh 87 how would you describe your 16 year old self very very uh very confident honestly uh, very like sure of myself um, because because I had music because I had a thing that I, I centered a lot of stuff around however extremely naive um, and not a lot of social interaction so I didn't it took me several years to get to like how to be with people and arguably I'm not even there yet but um yeah it's it was it was definitely the 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 process of reconfiguring like why i make art or whatever yeah um from when i was 16 i think i wanted to like have people think i was cool <laughs> didn't think i was going to make a million dollars just wanted to have something cool about me that, that distinguish me without like having to have an actual personality. <laughs> the curse of the 16 year old. Yep. I wanted a shortcut to a personality. Gotcha. 88. What's the worst injury you've ever had? I haven't had very many bad ones. I've been very lucky. I could say that I've never broke a bone. I could right. be on that subreddit. <laughs> um, does like a sickness count as an injury? Uh, sure um because i had really bad like was constantly getting bronchitis from my tonsils when i was younger and i was i was like a thin sickly child (laughs) but instead of like being in my victorian bedroom (laughs) i was like playing an nes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a thin sickly child playing a tom and jerry game on the nes <laughs> you had priorities um, i mean yeah of yeah. course <laughs> uh question 89 what's a habit of yours you want to break um it's definitely like lip picking oh gotcha lip, yeah. lip picking um you know it's it's like the kind of fidgeting that I have. It's not like nail biting or anything like that. Or 
it's it's specifically lip picking and i want to have nice lips <laughs> want to not pick them that's fair fair ask uh question 90 getting on the home stretch here hmm. have you ever lied on your resume hmm yeah i, I think it probably did um i think i've definitely like it's you know it's it's hard in the game industry i'm pretty sure that i have like overstated positions that i had on on games you know not necessarily like um like lying about something i i didn't do at all mm-hmm. but just making it sound like i did way more i think maybe giving myself titles that i never actually had <laughs> Um, because I just thought I should have had that title, <laughs> so I re I made it happen. Honestly, yeah. though, I mean, sometimes that's exactly what a resume needs, you know? Right, right. I feel like I did the kind of line that everyone does on a resume, or just to kind of puff yourself up more than maybe you were. Yeah. Ninety-one. Have you ever punched someone in the face? I have never punched someone in the face. Okay. Right. I've always been curious about it. If anyone wants to volunteer, <laughs> but um, what it feels like? What does the nose feel like? That's what yeah. I'm really curious about. Like, yeah, got a squish, but it's also you know yeah. hit the dead end real fast. So, <laughs> what does someone else's nose feel like though? <laughs> well, very interesting. Very interesting question. No, we'll get have. these uh, eight year olds or nine year olds together, and we'll figure it out. <laughs> oh, <punch laughs> no. <in> the face. <laughs> uh. 92 would you ever go to a nude beach yeah i'd be too curious i want to go and i'm not worried about being nude i'm not very sensitive about it yeah everyone's got them come on (laughs) yeah uh 93 somehow not the realest question of the bunch when was the last time you cried oh god like i cry so much (laughs) i probably cried like um it was probably listening to some music recently. Yeah. I think uh, I'm listening to this like Shibuya K group, like jazz tronica music called Kasker, C-A-S-K-E-R. Mm. And I was just, sometimes I just find a new artist and I'm like, this is going to keep me pushing on more just like remembering how good music is and everything and i can get really caught up in that and start you know tearing up a little bit over just the power of music and everything finding another artist who i'm like you are gonna make me stick with it you gotta keep finding new inspirations to keep it going yeah totally 94 what's something you've done and will probably never do again I just want to leave things open. <laughs> I think I have a bunch of stuff. Um, <laughs> go upside down on a roller coaster. I'll bring it back mm. to that. I've done it. And I loved it, by the way. It was the cruelest thing of all this. Um, I was having a great time at a fair on a roller coaster. 50 cents, 21 questions was playing. Oh. Classic. Good. Yeah, classic. And I, and I went on the roller coaster twice before it caught up to me. Because I was so excited about the loop-de-loop. Mm. And yeah, threw up a bunch. And kind of realized that I'm very sensitive to that. 
So I probably will not go on a roller coaster voluntarily again. Fair. 95 best compliment you ever received. A compliment I've been thinking about recently was one from uh, the, the composer T Lopez who did the Sonic mania soundtrack. Mm. I posted a Twitter clip of some music, uh, maybe like probably like in 2021 early or something. And he said, he said it was really good. And I said like, Oh, your stuff's good as well. Like, uh, and, but he said something extra. He said like, I don't actually remember exactly what the, the, the compliment was, but he said like the way you think about and do music is just so unique. And I was like, damn, you know, wow. from someone who is themselves good at music hearing that is just like, okay. Okay. So people can sense something that's, you know, that's, it's very just, you know, relieving and assuring to hear, to hear that every once in a while from someone in your field, the respect. Yeah. Tremendous. Question 96. Tell me a joke. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh no. See, I don't even actually have any of those dad jokes. Oh, see, I um, thought you had, you had at least one in the chamber, maybe, but mm. oh, I don't think I have a joke for you. Came in, I, I'm on the serious tip now. I got too many serious questions in a row. Say it's 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 the curveball. Curveball right toward the end. <laughs> yeah, you got some good curveballs throughout. <laughs> uh question 97. 97 used to be a question I came up with that just wasn't all that good. So I threw it out uh, right in the recycling bin and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. Oh. Uh so if any of our lovely listeners have a question they want to see used on a future episode, send it over to 99. That's of course the number 99 questions pod at gmail.com or 99 questions pod on twitter and this week's question is from the great brian keith thank you brian from the draft punks podcast uh saying he'd be curious if you are familiar with the black materia album the uh, i believe mega ran album and if that was an inspiration for you uh for what you did at all and then i'll even uh, uh expand upon that do you have any favorite kind of uh, mashup or inspiration albums in that kind of uh, video gamey realm? Something along those lines. Hundred uh, percent. I am definitely familiar with a lot of Mega Rand's work. I was trying to listen to all of it at one point, but he's so damn prolific. Yeah, uh, he just keeps putting out new stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I was big into into black materia but i didn't know that that stuff was being made until i kind of entered into the scene i kind of just threw my thing out there Mm. um and it was somewhat consciously did not want to hear how anyone else had done what i was going to do yeah because i didn't want it to affect me i also didn't want to find out like shit i can't do be as good as that (laughs) (laughs) the other way around um so i just wanted to come into it purely with with what i wanted to do um, so I definitely heard it afterwards. Um, that's ma- honestly like I find the um, I don't know if they ever released them as albums, but the uh, see, I don't I never said this out loud. Siva Gunner mashup community, okay, uh, yeah, is is like the just like an incredible collective 
of video game, like pop music, rap, whatever, mashup artists. Um, and they they do this event called Keen for a Day, where they basically they they have all these like fictional characters go up against each other, and they all have like the litany of of music set to a theme of of like mashups that represent them in this contest, and people vote on it, and the winner gets to be keen for a day of the channel and like upload <laughs> all the remixes like as if they were you know a DJ, yeah and. I cannot believe the amount of creativity and work that goes into those things. And it feels oh like, God. I don't know. I don't know if anyone, I, I, I did one song for, for one of them. Um, I don't know if anyone over there like thinks about my stuff or like heard it or made them think that they could do mashups or whatever. I don't know if I have any like lineage to that community, but fuck, it just feels like, beautiful seeing someone evolve upon what what could be done with video game mashup stuff and in like at some point and people people have told me this about my stuff before at some point you're just making like fucking songs like it's not even just a mashup anymore like you're putting too much of yourself into it and (laughs) i really wish they could get paid for it (laughs) um yeah those 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 really really inspire me well, I love that though. Thank you, Brian, for the question. Excellent, excellent question. Uh, 98. What made you want to be who you are today? It was really just always wanting to, I always wanted to create something, make something. It wasn't always necessarily music. I tried to write, I've written like hundreds of pages of fiction. That is just never going to see the light of day because I was really just working through. I've made a bunch of short films with friends. Um, I tried my hand at even like making some video games or doing like photography. I tried so much art, graffiti. Um, but the one thing that really stuck was music. And I just, I knew I needed to get something out. Like I needed to express myself. And I think that's what made me want to be who I am is just the desire to express to to not be quiet to not like fall in line or just be be in in the background but to to start like publicly figuring out like who I am and and uh what can I give to the world I guess and create you did amazing yeah uh but we're at the top of the mountain here Mm. the titular question question 99 what do you want to be remembered for um i want to be remembered for making a ton of stuff that was all really enjoyable in some way um and i want to be remembered for for being joyful and i'm not always not a lot of the time actually but um i want to be i want to have a calm joyful spirit about the things that i do you know and i want to transfer that spirit to other people so i i love it i mean that's that's all there should be (laughs) to it i i think that's uh 
absolutely uh, poetically said, uh, Mello, you are a, a fascinating individual, and I, I wish I could talk to you all day. Legally, I'm out of questions. I can't. I can't <laughs> go on here. Uh, we've been through them all. Uh, truly, I, I thank you so much for for being on here. Uh, like I said, I've been a fan for a while, so this is super cool to do. Um, of course, I've been and... a fan for a long time as well. <laughs> you know, I just didn't know. That shirt, baby, pay it off. (laughs) (laughs) I that always stuck in the back of my head. I was like, "That's really really him." I was kind of, I could never be sure. Uh, But uh, is there anything you want to uh, plug, promote, uh, anything you want to put out into the uh, waft into the wonderful ears of our listeners? Uh, Anything at all? The floor is yours, sir. Sure, I've got um, a band camp just kind of the the zone the music zone for all my music it's two mellow makes dot bandcamp dot com i also have an online store um that you can always give me a hundred percent of your monies if you go to uh two mellow dot net slash store i just i just made that um i have a new album regrettably this is just a little before i spill the beans on that Ooh, but just okay. know if you want to if you want to follow my mailing list uh follow me through either of those things i just mentioned or uh follow me on social media i'm mellow makes just about everywhere um i am about to announce my next album and then and then release it within a pretty short period of time after that because it's almost done i'm very excited about that what a treasure what an absolute treasure and I thank the audience for allowing me to go on that journey of the t-shirt story. It's just something that's been in the back of my head for about 10 years, and I really needed to know. Follow Tumelo everywhere to listen to his new stuff. But until that comes out, red light's on. It's last call. Let's figure out what we learned here today. We learned that there is absolutely an art to the mobile game YouTube ad. Half the time, you're enthralled by it, but the other half, it's like, I can't skip this fast enough to get to my Chap Hop music video. We learned that the ultimate form of protest is reading Hamlet at a theme park. It's not on theme. It's not about a park. It is a move so bold, it will stop that dancing Six Flags man in his tracks. We learned that you should all aspire to be just an average guy we learned some genuine greeting card life hacks and we learned that you gotta respect a giant kaiju action figure now if you'll excuse me i need to go check out the ill bleed super replay again it's amazing it's on youtube check it out i'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode till then thank you and good night